Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, we are covering Dr. Giggles, <laughs> which was a listener request. So thank you again, Kiko Zeff, for the request. But of course, as always, before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. Yes. So this time we are drinking the same tea. It's a sample tea. We only had one bag, so we split. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Hopefully it's strong enough. I hope so. But it's like hibiscus with like pineapple. It was by the Republic of Tea again. But it's like hibiscus, pineapple, and like something else. I don't remember. But yeah, it is It is what it is. I know it's hibiscus something. For our tea sippers out there, please brew a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. Yes. So Dr. Giggles is about this mental patient who believes himself to be a doctor and he escapes and starts killing people by doing doctor procedures that aren't actual doctor procedures. He slices and dices. Yes. <laughs> Just like his dear daddy. <laughs> Yeah. As you find out in the movie. But for entertainment, oh my god, the, the puns for this movie. If you like puns... This is the movie for you. This will be your favorite movie. Because I don't remember Dr. Giggles or whatever. I don't remember him saying anything that's not a pun. There was one. There was one. It was the message that he recorded... On oh, the yeah. answering machine saying, this is your new doctor. I'm standing right behind you. Yeah. and then, But even the, the main characters would say puns. Yeah. Yeah. But it was mostly him. Yes. That that was his shtick. So I, I rate it a 6.5 <laughs> because this is just one of those movies where... It just has to hit you in the right spot. And while I did find the movie entertaining... It's just not a movie that I would just, like, go and grab. But I'm kind of glad I was exposed to it because it's kind of a, a stereotypical horror movie, but it also had some interesting elements that made it enjoyable to watch. Yes. Like, the intro to that movie. Wow. Like, that was, that was an intro. <laughs> I feel like this is a Watch With Friends movie. Yes, especially... If you're legally of age to drink, or at least have snacks, have a popcorn night. Yeah. <laughs> we're hyped up on caffeine. Same thing. Yeah, it, it's late <laughs> at night where we're sorry if we get a little goofy. Like our third thing of caffeine. <laughs> yeah, we're like, ha, caffeine. <laughs> but, I, but another thing that I feel like was maybe detrimental to the movie in a lot of ways was... The, the horror tropes of, like, who they're killing, the order that they're killing. It's very 90s. 
Extremely 90s. Now, it wasn't as 90s as Carrie 2. Oh, no. No, I don't think any movie has ever been as 90s as Carrie 2. But there definitely were a lot of 90s elements, and it made us feel old. (laughs) Though, I guess... Not quite as old. It came out in 92, so we would have... We don't quite remember that time. At least I don't. Not as much. Yeah. But... (sighs) There's not a whole lot to say about the movie. It's just one of those movies where you'll either enjoy it or you won't. Or you'll just kind of find meh. As kind of tipping from the meh to the I enjoyed it. If a friend came over and they're like, oh yeah, I really want to watch Dr. Giggles. I'd be like, okay, sure. Let's let's put it on. But actually it might make it more fun to watch that movie for sure. To... Yeah, don't watch this movie by yourself. It's it's not going to be as fun to watch it by yourself, I feel like. we There were parts that we were kind of making fun of a little bit here and there. Yeah, it was it was fun to be able to like comment on it. And yes. Yeah, it was pretty good. But <laughs> what would you rate the movie? I give it a six. Like, it's a solid six for me. Toward the beginning, I was thinking of giving it just a little bit higher, but I felt at times it kind of dragged a little bit, and the realism did affect my score just a little bit. But of course. That's what it is for me. <laughs> I need that realism, especially with movies like this, in particular ones like this, where everything could kind of happen. It's a bit of a stretch, but I mean, in a smallish town kind of place... I could see a lot of this happening, especially in, like, the 90s. Did you... What? There's a hair in my tea. Well, that's the risky run with a cat. No, I don't want to <laughs> eat it. <laughs> I'll drink my lotion that's on my finger oh, my from Lord. dipping it in my tea, yes, but yes, I'm not Yes, because that's eat this. so much better. Hey, it's, it's body safe. <laughs> I don't think it's internal body safe. You don't want to moisturize your insides. Maybe you do. You don't know what my digestive different kind of lubrication there. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So they did the the normal 90s and 80s thing of casting like mid to late 20s slash 30 year old kids. Kids. As the high schoolers. Also, I'm sorry, but the gross dude with the Oedipus complex that thought it was okay to swipe his mother's lingerie and insist that his girlfriend wear it for sexy time. Well, I could, I sadly could see this happening somewhere. (laughs) What I don't see is the girlfriend being okay with it. And not seeing anything wrong with it whatsoever. Like, this is fine. I'm okay with this. Hey, you know what? If I'm dressing up, at least wear a condom. This is not a thing. I feel like this is not a thing that... And if it is a thing, it really shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. And it made me very, very happy that he wasn't alive for much longer. (laughs) Because, ew. Ew. He needed some kind of help. It was bad. (laughs) I mean, he did get medical help, technically. I feel like that was honestly the grossest part of the movie. And that's saying quite a bit. 
Yeah, like the more you think about it, the more disgusting yes. it gets. Yes. <laughs> like I I like gory movies. I really do. It's not so much Alyssa's thing. But I really enjoy most of them. This one, the gore was funny. It was. It was humorous. We'll get into a lot of it in the realism. But out of everything in this movie, that is what made me go, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think honestly most of my stuff is the, yeah, it's the realism. Like almost everything that I had written was the realism. Well, now it's my turn to get on my soapbox (laughs) about that scene. So for the realism, I would rate it a three. And yeah, the the boyfriend that's like, not only did he steal his mom's lingerie, but it's like, you gotta think, it's like, how does he know that his girlfriend is the same size as his mom? And if she is, that makes it even creepier if you think about it. Well, it just kind of leads more into his Oedipus complex. Yeah. And the fact that he would know that. And then, you know, lingerie for a person of a certain age versus someone of a much younger age, those tastes are going to be fairly different typically. And so even even if he's like, oh, try on my mom's underage, she might be like, ew, no, like, that's not, I'm not going to feel cute in this. This looks awful. And then the fact that he couldn't put on a condom, <laughs> I'm not going to go into intimate detail. Really but not. Pretty straightforward. Like, it's hard to mess that up. It's not rocket science. Now, it is kind of like a rubber band, so I could picture it. <laughs> but it could, like, rocket like a rubber band. That actually would be pretty funny. But, like, that's, like, the most extreme of scenarios. Like, just falling in the toilet. Like, no, no. But on the doctor, I have questions on how he has so many tools are specifically made for killing. Like, they are very medically inspired tools, but then they have this little, like, hitch that, like, ha-ha, they're gonna kill you. Like, the thermometer that had, like, a little stabby thing, which, yeah, I, ugh, I, I can't do face stuff. Like, no, like, eyeballs in the nose, in the back. They were just doing everything that I don't like. It was great watching her story. So thank you again, Kiko Zeth, for recommending. Yeah, Jess, Jess very much enjoyed my my squeamish. <laughs> but also like the the legitimate doctor after the main character gets attacked and she's in the police station and the doctor's saying if she's okay, he just steps right out and is like, oh, I'm going to perform an EKG. And they're like, why? And he's like, oh, because she has a heart condition. It's like, first, saying the procedure, breaking HIPAA. Then saying the heart condition, breaking HIPAA. Like, ugh. it's like, I know he's the town doctor, but there are legal, like, HIPAA yeah, is a serious thing. Definitely playing fast and loose with those rules there. Yeah. And then... I'm sure Jess will go into a lot further detail with this. But the fact that Dr. Giggles, I, I can't say that name seriously. <laughs> Dr. Giggles. We're very giggly but, this episode. Yeah. Well, and yeah, the way I love the way he laughed. It just kind of like, it was <laughs> kind of annoying, but at the same time, it kind of like makes you giggle too. Because you're like, because <laughs> he's like, hee hee. And so you want to be like, hee hee hee. I don't know. But anyways, the fact that... <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, the, the fact that 
He survived the explosion. He survives all the things. And had enough pieces of him left to be able to kill the nurses and doctors he to actually, get into the hospital. Yeah, he didn't look that injured at all. And the, it's like, first, he, the fact that he could even go to the hospital. Second, the fact that he got through the hospital, because there's, there's security in hospitals, and then there's multiple doors that you have to have special access to. You can't just walk in there. Even in the 90s. Yes. And then the fact that she electrocuted him, which I don't know whether or not that could have happened. I kind of doubt it, but I'll kind of leave it up in the air. I'm not an expert on those I feel devices. Like that could. But um, the fact that he then survived an electrocution, and then finally it's when she stabbed him that he's like, oh, okay, I give up. <laughs> but yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. So the fact that in the beginning, not only did he escape the mental institution, but he let out all of the other patients as well. And the guy who he carjacked, he killed and carjacked, had put in his card key fully. Gate never moved. <laughs> he kills the dude and uses the card key himself. And the gate opens. Also, he got the dude out of the car, in the car, Seatbelt on, I guess, and move the car in record time. I mean, I know the gate wasn't that fast, but that's a lot of movement. <laughs> I didn't that, think that's about that. A lot of movement. Yeah. I do find it somewhat believable when the doctor's like, no drinking, and the girl goes to a party with the friends and the boyfriend and is like, no, I'm not drinking. But then later that night has wine. Like a full bottle, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm, yeah, pretty sure that's alcohol, sweetie. <laughs> Unless it was a bottle of sparkling juice, which I guess it could have been, but I seriously doubt, especially the way the dad was looking at it. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand where he got the tools either, because in all realistic senses, they knew the dad went on a psychotic <laughs> spree. And killed many people. And they would have taken all of his tools and everything into evidence. It would have been locked up in a box, in a warehouse, or in the station, whichever. Forever. It would not be sitting in the dilapidated house, ready to be used at all. I can see his dad, you know, because he had that psychotic break, making some of those tools making many of them. I can see that. I can't see them not being locked up in evidence. So, docking that. I did give it a three. I don't think I mentioned that before. So, we did have the same rating. But <laughs> he did also say, though, that he made some of the tools. Which, if he was locked up for most of his life and just escaped that day, he would not have had the time to make those tools which many of which would definitely have required quite a bit of soldering and welding. But it also killing as many people as he did. The guy can also teleport, apparently. But it will go into that another time. The <laughs> I really want to know where he got the giant band-aid. Oh, I know how he I really like do. where he found like how he was so productive and efficient. Like he really I need was, some of that. right? <laughs> right. 
He was also a Terminator, but you know. I mean, I I want to be a Terminator <laughs> with 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 asterisks. <laughs> we'll delve into that another time. <laughs> Psychoanalyze that in the future. <laughs> Not sure where he got the giant band-aid. But then he is amazing at after he kills everybody and chases the main girl around quite a bit. The bodies are gone. He, like, teleports to them, takes them out of there, and teleports to his lair. So, I don't understand how he can move bodies with nobody noticing who the that he's carrying all these dead bodies <laughs> to and from the house that every teenager knows of and is constantly around. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I want to know who that builder is of the house, by the way, that it was abandoned for that long. And the main structure was still standing. Just saying. I know it's not in Texas because it has a basement. But <laughs> apart from that, no idea. In the fun house as well, with the giant band-aid, the girl that got killed and had the giant band-aid ran headlong into the glass and about broke her nose and blood everywhere from her nose. But the other girl walks like stumbles backward not moving very fast and barely bumps into the glass and it shatters and she didn't have a scratch from it with broken glass everywhere i didn't notice that broken glass everywhere and not a single scratch or a piece stuck in her arm or anything <laughs> no this is the flash wound. no she got some really thick skin, too, apparently, because I don't know if any of you guys have come into contact with some broken glass, but it's not pleasant, and it will get into your skin, Yeah, even if you're careful. And one of the last things that I'm saying is not only was the blood the wrong color and kind of consistency, but when they show the victim's in the room, like the waiting room area with the heart missing. The heart area was in the wrong placement for a lot of them. And it seemed like it was a lot closer to like their skin level than it should have been. There's a lot there in front of your heart to get through. Mostly ribs, which takes a lot of effort <laughs> and would require typically a much bigger incision, especially during the time... Because medicine has made a lot of advances since 92. <laughs> and there was also no blood around the area on the clothing or anything. It was legitimately just a square in the chest area of the victims. No blood all over the clothes, nothing. No, it was actually really clean. Which is bullshit. <laughs> When they were talking about the doctor's backstory when he was a kid, and they said that his dad sewed him into his mom's dead body. How was he breathing? Because he had to have been there a while. Like a good long while. Fair. I'm not surprised he's traumatized. Yeah. That, that would break your psyche. Yeah. Now... As far as realism, I guess it could be argued if he would really go as crazy as his dad, or, I mean, I guess even crazier than his dad. It's a possibility, and they did say that it was schizophrenia. Now, 
it's an insanely small percentage of people that are diagnosed with schizophrenia that actually go and become killers. Like, absurdly low percentage. So he's like that 0.25% or something like that that becomes a killer. But, and schizophrenia is hereditary, I believe. It's genetic. It can be inherited. So, possible? Yeah. But I want to say it's passed down by the maternal side. I could be wrong. Well, and I believe with schizophrenia, I might be thinking of another disorder, but I think you don't know you have it until you're like late teens, early 20s. Yeah, it's it's around the 20s. And he was from really what I've heard. Young. Yeah. Now, that would definitely mess with your head being sewn into your mother's dead body and watching your dad go on a killing spree. He was already kind of messed up, though. Let's be honest. He was uh, performing autopsies and things on his stuffed animals. Yeah. So, fun movie. Dragged a little bit. Not very realistic as far as the gore and everything, which makes me sad. I'm sure it makes her feel a little better. But <laughs> it was all right. Not very realistic, but it was all right. I'm glad I saw it. I am glad I saw it. It was a bit more of an obscure Kind of horror movie. I hadn't heard of it before. So I am glad I've seen it. It's not going to be one that, like, every time it's on or something, I'm going to be like, yes, let's watch it. But I am definitely glad I saw it. Yeah, same here. I did really enjoy it. And I think it's a great movie to get some laughs and to enjoy the the marination of puns that you will get in the movie. You will get many. <laughs> you will be plenty marinated. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, if if you're a fan of horror movies and you just want a, a fun little horror movie, I think it's worth the watch. Yeah, it's a nice campy little slasher type surgeon film. Surgeon gone wrong film. <laughs> Yeah, I think the the thing that makes it most unique is the villain. Yeah. Just because he's got the laugh and just his demeanor. It's just, it's like, it's your typical horror movie without being your typical horror movie. Like, it, it's just got some personality to mm -hmm. it. Uh, well, once again, guys, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> thank you again, Kiko's up for the request. And, of course, please comment on what you guys thought of the movie. And if you'd like to recommend a movie and keep up with our content, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and most places that you listen to podcasts. Yep. And if you'd also like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We do also have a Teespring if you'd like to support us monetarily. And you can find the sites mentioned in the links below. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.